Hey folks, here we are. I believe that we are live today. Hopefully I've got this thing figured out. I got the video set up correctly. Hey folks, here we are. I believe that we are live today. Hopefully I've got this thing figured out. I got the video set up correctly. Hey folks, here we are. <laughs> I believe that we are live today. Hopefully I've got this. All right, here we are. We're going to we're going to go forward and we're hoping that this is going to be the right thing today. I hope you like my new background that I have worked on and I finally have up here. Today is noon. It is Thursday, July 2nd. Uh, you know, we are in the middle of the new roaring 20s. A hundred years later, and if you think about 100 years ago and all the movies and the stories and the things that we heard about the Roaring Twenties, you know what? They were nothing compared to what the new Roaring Twenties are going to be like. Already we've got a pandemic. We've got all this stuff going on. We've got the government printing trillions of dollars of money, you know, trying to bail us out of this current uh, dilemma that we're sitting in right now. Everybody's wearing masks. I, I have masks. I don't have one on. There's nobody here in my studio but me. And and it is just, it, it is amazing to see what is going on around me. And, and I just believe that this is the future. This is what it's going to be like. It is going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. It's going to be full of opportunity. And, and are you prepared? You know, we talk about that, and, and when I think about money, remember the rules and the goals we set. Number one, saving 20% or more of your annual income. Accumulate 50% of your annual income in accessible capital so that you don't have to run credit card balances. Number three, you have no consumer debt. The only debt payments I make are to myself because I have loaned myself the money from my accounts, and I pay me back. I pay myself back with interest so that I don't experience opportunity cost because of losing money unknowingly and unnecessarily, spending money and not getting it back because I know in my mind and in my heart that somewhere in the future, it's going to be really important that I have all the money that I can have. How much is that? Set a dollar amount goal. Wrong. You need to work on learning efficiency and how to manage your money like a CFO. You see the CFO project behind me? So if you go to CFOproject.com, you're going to have access to a tremendous amount of information. You're going to get a download of my book. The family, the life insurance will pay when I die, and you'll get an opportunity to get a download of my book, my new book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. You can get a free uh, PDF download onto your computer or to your iPhone. We are talking this week about strategies that are culminated or created or made available because I have built a proper life insurance portfolio 
with a dividend paying mutual life insurance company. It is so imperative and I say that over and over again because people don't realize, I mean, there there's 850 or so life insurance companies out there on the street selling some kind of life insurance product, but 99% of them, 99 plus percent of them are stockholder owned insurance companies which provide profits to their stockholders. If you understand that concept, because you know what, you have a 401k and you have mutual funds. Do you really know what a mutual fund is? It's, it's, a, it, it's a gathering. It, it is a portfolio of companies stock. Okay, so that's what a mutual fund is. And it's always funny when I hear people in the marketplace talking about how bad this company is or that company is, they make too much money and on and on and on. Well, you know what? Do you want that company to lose money? Then you better look in your 401k and see if it's in there and get it out. Because we all have money in investments of some kind, okay? And, and in doing that, the only difference is some investments have more risk than others. And the other side is safe money. Safe money is where there is certainty and guarantees that I cannot lose any money. But if you have a 401k uh, or any of those kind of plans that have mutual funds involved in them, you have a stock portfolio, uh, an investment portfolio, all of those portfolios have a, a, a culmination, a combination, uh, a, a grouping of companies and stocks. And, and it defies my thinking when I hear people talking about, well, how bad that company is. Well, you probably own stock in that company. That company's making too much money. Well, if you own stock in that company in your retirement plan, I, I think you want it to make money. So, so you're actually confusing your own mind. You know, we've talked, I've talked in the past about self-talk, about controlling how we think. The first principle of prosperity is thinking correctly. Now, how do I change the way that I think? There, there are three basic ways where you can change the way you think. One way is the people that I meet, the places that I go, and then the books that I read. You know, be, be, people change, but not much. And the only way that change happens is when you decide to change you. It's your decision, not somebody else's. I, I, I always laugh, you know, two people get married and, and they say, well, you know, they're, they're pretty good. I'll, I'll change them the rest of the way after I get married. <laughs> you know, that's why we have counselors and psychologists and marriage counselors and on and on and on because you need to learn to accept people for who and what they are and love them for who and what they are. And, and if you are where you are because this is where you decided to be, then something has to change. If you don't like where you're at, something has to change and it's probably you. Now that's exactly what Jody said to me 29 years ago when I got in trouble and made a bunch of bad, dumb decisions bonehead decisions for myself and I needed help to figure it out. So it was the beginning of a new education to learn how to think. 
and my 44 years in dealing with the insurance business and the protection business and understanding that. So our, our, our description this week, remember I talked yesterday about two parallel lines. They run parallel. One is called protection and the other one is called our wealth accumulation. So you have to be aware of that when, when you're thinking of what you're doing and, and, and everything works together. We talked about that yesterday, auto insurance, homeowners insurance, liability, that prevents you from, you know, you have liability. So if somebody sues you, don't lose all your wealth. Your IRA 401k are protected from lawsuits. So is cash value of life insurance. Why would they make cash value of life insurance protected under the law from lawsuits? Because they know and believe it is that important. If it is that important, isn't it as important to do it correctly? Because when you do it correctly, it opens all kinds of doors. I had a conversation last night uh, with a young man online, and, and he, he's a young engineer, and, and we were talking about rates of return. You know, what kind of rate of return are you getting at the bank these days? But yet we leave substantial amounts of our money there. Why? Because we believe it's safe. True? And it's very accessible. I have access to that money. Nothing wrong with that. But I only want to have so much money in that position because right now, as far as I see, it makes little or no rate of return whatsoever. So where would the next safest place be? In my mind, it would be the cash value in my life insurance, which for a, a, a century or more, over a hundred years, has been the safest place on the planet to store money. Now, how do I know that's true? Because banks and corporations have been doing it for a hundred years. Rich people have been doing it for over a hundred years. You know, that's why the government in 1987 tried to squish it down and stop some people from using it as a warehouse of capital because that's all a cash value life insurance policy is, if it's done correctly. If it's not done correctly, it just becomes an expensive death benefit. You don't get any benefits while you're alive, you only get benefits when you die. And somebody else gets those benefits, you don't get those benefits. Somebody else gets them. But I, I want that benefit, I really do. But between now and when that benefit with certainty is gonna be paid, I want to be able to use the money that I accumulate in that product to take advantage of other things. That leads me to the discussion. Internal rate of return is that rate of return. I put X number of dollars somewhere over a period of time and I get X number of dollars back, my money back with some interest. So what is my internal rate of return? And that's what everybody is sucked into to thinking. So when I think of money, you know, that life insurance, there's no rate of return on that life insurance. Well, it's not an investment. It's a safe place for money with certainty. But I can assure you that over time that it will outperform the bank rate of return by leaps and bounds. I have a policy that's 28 years old, 29 years old. And from that day to today, 
the rate of return on my cash on cash rate of return, internal rate of return, has been in excess of 4%, close to 4.5% for the whole 28 years. It's just life insurance, but it's with a dividend-paying mutual life insurance company, and my internal rate of return is 4.5%. But on top of that, I have been able to create external rates of return because I can leverage that cash value. If you talk to anybody that invests and builds wealth, they understand leverage. It takes leverage to create wealth. You, you have to leverage your money. You know, if you're buying a rental real estate piece of property, are you going to pay all cash for it? Because your rate of return is cash on cash rate of return. How much cash did I put in and what's my net rate of return after expenses? That's where the real, and if you're not making 20% or more rate of return, then, then you got a bad deal. You're not managing it correctly or you didn't understand it in the first place. Because in my mind, that would be the ultimate goal to get 20% plus rate of return with a real estate investment based on the cash I put in and the cash flow that I get back. My rate of return. And that's an annual rate of return on that cash flow. So how did I buy the real estate? I was able to leverage the cash value in my policy. Let, let's say, let me tell a story. We're gonna, we're gonna, I wanna tell a story. Let's assume that I'm putting $10,000 into a dividend paying mutual life insurance policy. Now by the third year in that policy, I put in $10,000 the cash value is going to increase by that $10,000. They didn't keep any of the money. They put all of the money I paid, they put it into my cash value. And every year forward from that moment on, when I put in $10,000, they're going to put $10,000 in my cash value and more because it increases every year going forward. So now I'm going to buy a duplex. Okay, I'm a young, young man. I'm going to buy a duplex. And I'm going to live in one side and I'm going to rent the other side out. If you're really serious about buying real estate as an investment, this is a strategy that, that is profoundly successful. So my first property I buy is going to be a duplex. I'm going to live in one side and I'm going to fix up the other side and rent it out. And I'm going to fix it up to where I get a good rental from it. And it may pay the whole mortgage payment. Imagine that, my first property and, and the rents pay for the mortgage payment. So now I go to the bank and I make a loan. I buy the property. The payment is $860 a month. That's the mortgage payment. Okay. 860 times 12 months is $10,000 a year. I'm actually going to go to the bank and say, Mr. Banker or Mrs. Banker, whoever I'm talking to, and I'm going to say, look, I don't want to pay you a monthly payment. Can I pay you the payments all at one time for the whole year? And will you give me some kind of discount on giving you all 12 payments at one time for the year? They may do that. Everything is negotiable. So I'm going to go to my insurance policy. I'm going to use it as collateral. I'm going to go to the insurance company and I'm going to make a $10,000 loan on my policy. 
I'm going to use that $10,000 to pay the annual mortgage payment. Okay? So I'm going to pay the annual mortgage payment, but now the mortgage is paid. Don't I get to keep the rents? So I'm going to take the rents and I'm going to put them back into the life insurance policy as loan payments or whatever you want to call it. I'm going to, and the rents, guess what? Every year I'm going to increase the rents. Have you ever rented an apartment? Did the landlord ever raise your rents? I mean, they raise the rents almost every year going forward, even if it's only a couple bucks. So here's the process. I'm putting 10000 into my life insurance. I'm borrowing 10000 from the insurance company using my policy as collateral. I'm taking that $10,000 and I'm paying the, the annual mortgage payment. If they'll allow me, they may not. I may have to pay it monthly. But I'm hoping I can negotiate with them and pay an annual mortgage payment. However, now I'm going to get the rents and I'm going to use the rents to put back into the insurance policy. This video that I'm making today, you need to share this because this is a mind-blowing concept. It is a mind-blowing concept. So every year the rents are going to go up a little bit and pretty soon the rents are more than the $10,000 I'm making. Now it pays the loan completely off. Well, if that's happening, can't I now not, can't I go buy another duplex? another rental property and do the same process. So what's my rate of return now on that life insurance policy, thinking macroeconomically? I, I, I think it's more than the 3% internal rate of return that it's going to average over its lifetime, which is way better than the banks. So you got to open your thinking. The, the only restrictions here, you are only limited by your imagination, folks. It's really what it's about. You are only limited by your imagination. And that was one example. Uh, today's Thursday. I, I'm not going to be in the office tomorrow. It's it, We're going to be closed for the 4th of July. But I will be on here sometime tomorrow with some more information. It may be in the afternoon tomorrow, but I have an engagement in the morning on the golf course, and, and so I'm going to be there, but I will be here sometime tomorrow afternoon, and we'll put some more information on. So with that, don't forget, get my book, Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. My old book is also available. If you go to cfo-project.com, put in your email, name and email address, and you will get an opportunity to download the new book. And then you'll have an opportunity to invest $47. And you will get four books. Jump Start Your Financial Freedom. You'll get part one of Nelson's Infinite Banking Concept book, which are the basic understanding of why it's so important to understand this banking concept. You're going to get another book called Live Your Life Insurance by Kim Butler. I wrote the foreword in that book. And the other book is this one here, Life Insurance Will It Pay When I Die. So you get those four books. But the most important thing in this book is Chapter 8 because it talks about opportunity cost and understanding that is critical. On top of that, there is a one-hour video called The Wicked, Wicked Game 
that will give you from beginning to end, there are three parts to this video, and it will give you a comprehensive macroeconomic view of the one, just one concept that I'm talking about that could opportunity you to receive 20, 30, 40% more retirement income with no additional out-of-pocket expense and reduce your taxes by as much as 40 to 60%. God bless. We'll talk to you sometime tomorrow. Have a wonderful, great 4th of July. Don't burn your fingers playing with fireworks. Be safe. Wear a mask. And remember, we need to pray for people that are impacted by the COVID-19 and what's going on around the world. With that, God bless. We'll talk to you sometime tomorrow.